All righty, all right. Man, it's good to be back. Right back the next day, my friends. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Adam Rotella, if you can't read the plaque. Uh, welcome to another episode of 10 Pounds of Podcast. So happy to be with you guys today. I actually have the night off tonight, and Haley has the night off tonight. A Friday night off in Las Vegas, and what are we going to do? We're going to watch the ROH pay-per-view. That's exactly what we are going to do tonight. Let's get right into it, my friends. We are 64 days away from All In right now, and I gotta say, it's getting exciting. I say that every goddamn day. I gotta come up with some better adjectives. Is that what they're called? Adjectives? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was not a very good student in school. Eek. <coughs> Oof. Was not a good student. All right, here we go. Let's see here. ROH show is tonight that Nick Aldis has an invested interest in. Now, this is what I'm thinking about tonight. I don't want to say too much stuff, but first of all, I'm so excited that the NWA gets to be represented again on an ROH pay-per-view. My God, my God, the eyeballs that the ROH is providing the NWA right now is so nice of them. I'm... <laughs> I'm a little confused at what the business arrangement even is. And uh, I'm sure that I'll find out more and more as the weeks go on and as the months go on because I am, I am a sucker for business talk. And I would love to hear how the NWA even freaking was able to set this up somehow. I have no idea still to this day. But tonight, let's talk about tonight. This could be the first major sign of the wrestling coup d'etat. Now, I say the first major sign because, pff, come on, we all know that we've been connecting the dots for weeks now. Maybe at least a month and a half, I want to say. But this is where we can first really start to see uh, the signs of the wrestling coup d'etat. That will, I'm not, I, I've, I've stopped saying might, that will happen at All In if Cody Rhodes wins the ROH Championship tonight. My friends, my friends, I think the road is paved in gold for him to move forward and not only win the ROH Championship, win the New Japan Championship, I think that's named a different thing, and have the potential to win the NWA Championship at All In on September 1st. If this happens tonight... My antennas are sticking way up for the rest of the time, my friends. I'm telling you, the first sign of the wrestling coup d'etat happening tonight at ROH. You heard it here first, eight weeks ago. Now, let's see here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so great for, for Mr. Aldis just to be a part of the ROH show. I mean, just having his face there... Uh, brings so much credibility to the NWA. I mean, does the NWA, first of all, need credibility? It doesn't need credibility. It just needs eyeballs. That's the only thing that has been missing this whole time. It's been missing eyeballs, and it's been missing people with a vision. And that's what we have now. So if we can get more eyeballs, we don't need credibility. We just need people to know that the fucking NWA is here, and it's going to be back for a long, long time. Now... 
We got a question coming in today, kind of a uh, where did Adam come from question, which is more than welcome on this show, guys. I think one of the main things, now I can talk inside baseball with you guys here because the subscriber count isn't that high yet. And I say yet because, my friends, the next two months are going to be a snowball rolling down a hill. I guarantee you that. But I can talk a little inside baseball with you guys because my personality is going to be one of the things that helps get this 10 pounds of podcast over. Think of all the other podcasts out there. I mean, good Lord Almighty, do you really need someone else telling you what they thought about Raw or what they thought about SmackDown? Come on. Really? Do I need a 12,000th opinion? Is that how you say that word? 12,000th? opinion on what you thought about SmackDown? No, 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 no. My personality and what I bring to the 10 pounds of gold is so much different from everything else that you're seeing out there from the mainstream wrestling media. I mean, that's why you're here, right, my friends? Am I right? I know there's at least three of you out there that still don't know what the hell the NWA is. You're just watching because I'm goddamn handsome. Now, here comes a question from Rick. We're going to put it up on the screen right here. Outside of the NWA, what other wrestling do you watch? When did you first discover pro wrestling? Who are some of your favorite wrestlers? And then he talks on a little bit too. But here we go. Damn, Rick. Great question. Rick came to the show about a week and a half ago. And Rick's been asking more questions than the people that have been watching me forever. Come on, folks, let's step up the game here. For the next two months, I'm going to need your guys' help so much more than you're going to need to listen to me. So let's put it that way. You guys help me, and I'll try to entertain you to the best of my freaking ability. Speaking of that, we need to add some things to the wall, maybe some more signs, maybe some more pictures. I don't know. Hey, Josephus. Hey, man, how about a picture for the wall, my friend? But here we go. To answer your question, Rick, first of all, Rick, thank you so much, man. Like I said, Rick's been super engaged ever since he found the podcast a week and a half ago. So thank you, Rick. Not only does he listen to it on Anchor, he then watches it again on YouTube at work. Eh, you got to get back to work, Rick. You got to get back to work. But you know what? As long as you're watching me, I think that's a much needed break, my friend. So good job. Good job. Just keep watching all of my stuff. And you don't have to worry about work anymore. Now, uh, to answer your question, my man, um, and thanks for being interested in my past, by the way. That's very nice of you, sir. Uh, you know, uh, what do I watch right now? Well, right now, I'm watching, you know, I'm watching WWF, and uh, I'm always going to watch WWE for, for, for what it is. And, you know, WWE says that they're sports entertainment, and that's exactly what they are. They are sports entertainment, you know, so you can't be upset for, for a company that, you know, I, and let's put it this way, my man, I don't, I, I want to be very careful with what I say with my words here because I, I'm not a negative person. I don't want to throw negativity out at a company who's doing very freaking well for themselves right now. I mean, come on, guys. A billion dollar deal to go on Fox. I might look like I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to business, but trust me, my friends, I do. I do. Now, you know, so I don't want to throw what the kids would say shade. Is that is that still cool to say? 
Is that, is that still cool to say? I have no idea if that's still cool to say. I have no idea what uh, popular culture is even like out there anymore. But, you know, I, I think that I feel, I want to say feel for a reason. I feel the mainstream wrestling media has brainwashed a large portion of the wrestling fan base into believing that all wrestling should look the same. My friends, there's a reason why there's more than one wrestling promotion out there. If you don't like what the WWE is producing, you can easily find something else. Now, um, you know, I mean, who cares what the WWE is doing if you can find it somewhere else? I'm always going to find the WWE entertaining for what it is. It's not what I enjoy the most in wrestling, but I'm always going to find it entertaining for what it is. And what I'm finding really entertaining uh, with WWE right now is how Vince McMahon is looking at Roman Reigns. And, you know... When you're a guy that's into conspiracy theories like I am, you love chaos. And you love hearing all the chaos in the crowd because I'm interested in how this businessman, huh? How this businessman is going to get around this crowd reaction. How this businessman is going to approach the next situation. The WWE, what really attracts me to pro wrestling is it's really a business that controls a hundred percent of the content that it puts out. It's not a sports team that needs to win or lose. It's not, you know, a business that goes up and down in stock price, but it is. But this company has complete control over creative, complete control over merchandise, complete control over the message that they're sending out to people. So it's that that I'm interested in when it comes to the WWE. I'm interested in how they're going to work their way out of this situation that they've been in for the last couple years now. So that's what I'm interested in when it comes to the WWE. And again, let's go back to the brainwashing of a large portion of the wrestling fans out there. My friends, flippy doodles don't really uh, register in my brain. Uh, match quality of course, registers in my brain, but there's so much more to wrestling that I enjoy. I mean, when I was seven years old, I wasn't going, well, you know, I really wish that that Ultimate Warrior could do more flippy doodles. Ah, of course I didn't. I was into the Ultimate Warrior because he had a uh, painted face, giant muscles. He shook the ropes like that. There's so much more than just what goes on in the ring <laughs> that uh, I think some of these guys that make such a big whoop-de-doo about star ratings, my friends, come on, who gives a shit? There's plenty of stars in the galaxy. You don't need to listen to what these people are telling you. Think for yourself is what I'm saying here on 10 Pounds of Podcast, my friend. I will never, ever, ever tell you how to think. I'll tell you how to dress. But I won't tell you how to think. All right, what's this? Uh, what's this next question? Oh, I think we're still gonna go with what with what I'm watching. Um, you know, most of my wrestling viewing is, of course, NWA stuff, YouTube, past podcasts, past interviews with Lagana and Mr. Corgan. Uh, these things might be some of the most uh, interesting things that I'm listening to because they're not necessarily talking about the NWA right now. But I'm going back and I'm listening to way past interviews with Mr. Corgan. I'm listening to way past interviews with Mr. Lagana just because I'm trying to figure out, one, 
their sense of humor, which I think is getting over very well. Two, how they think business-wise when it comes to, th comes to th things. And three, if I can really start to predict, not for this show, not for any other reason, but for myself, what their next business move is going to be, because it's fun watching a business grow from, let's, let, let's, let's put it very bluntly, my friends, the NWA was nothing before Mr. William Patrick Corgan took it over and David Lagana took it over. Come on, let's be blunt. It was freaking nothing. No one heard about it. No one knew it was still in existence. And now... Let's see where we are, not even a year later, my friends, and uh, it's in the consciousness. It's in the conversation. The first thing you need to do is to get into the conversation, and boy, oh boy, has the NWA done that. So those podcasts and those interviews are extremely important to me. So I go back, and I, I, I just don't listen to these things once. I've probably listened to Lagana interviews three or four times just because I, I want that repetition and I want that business brain to convert into my business brain. It's all about learning, guys. It's all about learning and building a foundation. That's why you guys are here. This is still the process. This is not the finished product. This is not even close to the finished product. And I thank you guys for your constant feedback to making this the best that we can make it. Now, let's see here. When it comes to other viewing, it's mostly up to uh, what Conrad is talking about on his podcast. Now, I, I love going back and watching old wrestling. Like, I think this week on What Happened When, uh, Conrad and Tony Schiavone were talking about an old NWA show from a studio. And, you know, it's going back and seeing where wrestling can be filmed at that makes it so different. When I see those big arenas over and over and over again, everything looks the same. I'm tired of things looking the same. I want things to be different. Eh? Eh? Different. It's all in the presentation, and some of these buildings that the NWA can go to can be shot beautifully or shot gritty. I mean, let's accept what it is that the NWA is being filmed at. But uh, another reason why most of my wrestling viewing is based on podcasts and what they're watching is because it really gives me a chance to sit underneath what we all know in the wrestling world is called the learning tree. And with podcasts, it's kind of like taking a six-hour car drive with these gentlemen. Where else am I going to learn this stuff? I've read every wrestling book. I've watched every wrestling documentary. I'm still looking for that Gary Hart book. If anyone out there has that Gary Hart book, Amazon wants me to pay like 500 freaking dollars for that thing. So if you guys out there want to lend me a Gary Hart book, please reach out to me. I, 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 I will read it very quickly and get it back to you very quickly. But I hear that's like the book to read, and I can't freaking find it anywhere. So yeah, wrestling podcasts, very, very important. Uh, all right, what's next? When I found wrestling. Man, that's a great freaking memory, my man. Thank you for bringing that back up to my mind. You know, I, I've mentioned it a few times in my really past, past content. If you guys want to hear me talk about it, I talk about it in uh, Haley and Mind's edition called Stripmus. It's where we spend our whole Christmas day on the Las Vegas Strip. So go way back in the archives or go to that uh, playlist of uh, Who is Adam Rotella. You can also find Stripmus there. One of the first videos we ever made. But my first memory of wrestling. Now, I, I, I probably watched wrestling a lot. 
But this is my first ever memory of wrestling. And again, we're going to talk about The Ultimate Warrior. And uh, my first memory of wrestling was The Ultimate Warrior being locked in the casket of that Undertaker set. And just Vince McMahon or whoever was on commentary, I have Vince in my mind just screaming, He can't breathe in there! Somebody get a crowbar! He can't breathe! The Ultimate Warrior can't breathe! And then all of a sudden, like 12 people come on the set from off camera and I never, ever saw that in wrestling before. And from that moment on, I was freaking hooked until I found a job and had to stop watching wrestling. But that was, you know, way past when I was 19 and 20. I probably took a break from watching wrestling when Stone Cold left and when The Rock left. And then I started watching wrestling again uh, as soon as the network came out. I think I bought the WWE Network the day it came out just so I could go back and watch old Hulk Hogan matches, watch old Steve Austin matches. And uh, I've been watching wrestling again ever since WrestleMania 30 when Daniel Bryan won the belt. And uh, man, I'm so happy to be back. And not only be back, but be all freaking in with you guys. It's a, it's a good time to talk about wrestling, and just talking to wrestling fans is, is quite, a, quite a bit of fun. Quite a bit of fun. So that's where I, how I first found wrestling. Now, um, he also asked, what are some of my, who are some of my favorites? Now, uh, I might watch wrestling and people think people are my favorites for different reasons than other people out there. You know, everybody has their own reasons. That's why we can't listen to the mainstream wrestling media. Uh, but some of my favorites, number one, the favorite, we're gonna start there. My favorite person ever in wrestling is Mr. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, I hated this guy when I was a young kid. And as I grew older, and as I grew older, I appreciated him making me hate him. And just the things that came out of this guy's mouth, the quickness on this guy's feet, uh, just a master at comedy, not just comedy, but subtle comedy, sarcastic comedy, uh, being a classy douchebag was, uh, perfect for Mr. Bobby Heenan. I, I, I hope, I, 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 I hope in some way you can see a little bit of Bobby Heenan in, in me. God, I hope so. But that's, you know, that's like, that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from, is from that man right there. Uh, when it comes to wrestlers, some past wrestlers that I really enjoy, Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, this guy's promos, duh, amazing, revolutionary. But my favorite move that I still pop for today, no matter what, no matter the situation, no matter who does it, is the DDT. It is my favorite move. Every time it happens, an audible, oh yeah, comes out of me every single fucking time. I don't know why to this day, but uh, goddamn, I love the DDT. More DDTs in the world. Uh, obviously, you gotta love Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? If it wasn't for Mr. Austin, where the hell would wrestling be today? Such a smart guy and uh, so hands-on when it came to his merchandise as well. You see, there's more reasons why I enjoy these guys than other people do as well because not only did Mr. Austin realize that opportunity, but damn, did he seize on it with the biggest selling shirt in wrestling history, Austin 316, so simple, so basic, but it's what's inside that really counted with Steve, uh, with Mr. Austin, excuse me. And uh, 
you got to love Stone Cold Steve Austin for everything that he's done for the wrestling community. Let's get into some uh, more recent wrestlers, right? Uh, recently, not even from a long time ago, recently I started liking Chris Jericho just because, you know, like I said, I've read every wrestling book out there. And uh, Chris Jericho, the way that he can constantly improve himself and constantly reinvent himself is very interesting. And uh, his books are very, very good, very well detailed. He puts himself over very well, just like we do here on the 10 Pounds of Podcast. Don't we look handsome today? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, now, this might sound like ass-kissing, but I also like what Nick Aldis is doing right now. And the reason I enjoy what Nick Aldis is doing is because I don't know if I like him or I don't like him. I've never had anyone in wrestling give me those feelings before where one week I say, you know what, this guy... He's a great worker. His entrepreneurial spirit is there. He's putting boots to the ground. And then the next week, he does something dickish to Tim Storm. But you know what? I love that with the NWA right now. Do I like? Do I not? Do I respect? Do I not? I respect what Nick Alls is, is doing right now to my emotions. It is a fun, fun ride. Uh, also, right now, Kevin Owens. How can you not like what Kevin Owens is doing? I say, I, 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 I tweet this out all the time when Kevin Owens is on commentary, by the way. I see Kevin Owens in the future. Don't send me your hate tweets. God, please don't kill me. But I see Kevin Owens in the future, perhaps even being better than who I named the first time, Mr. Bobby the Brain Heenan on commentary. We're going to have to wait about 10 years for us to see that, but God, if Kevin Owens ever gets only behind a desk and behind a microphone, we are in for years and years and years of pure entertainment. I can't wait for that, but I'm loving what he's doing right now. And here's a name that you might not think that I was going to say, but the Velveteen Dream on NXT. The way that this man has embraced this gimmick is so fuck mind-blowing to me. I mean, the dude started the dude started on Tough Enough, and now they gave him this gimmick, and not only did the guy say, no, I don't want to do this, he embraced it, he's owning it, and the crowd is loving him for it right now. So Velveteen Dream is someone that I really enjoy watching right now, mostly for his commitment into what he's doing. And when someone commits to something, don't you like it even more? That's why we're here, boys and girls. That's why we're here. Folks, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of 10 Pounds of Podcast. Make sure to watch that ROH show tonight. I got the honor club just because Nick Aldis is there. All right, guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye. All right. Watch that pay-per-view.